Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Game Dev's Quest, your once weekly podcast following two game dev scrubs into game devdom. If we can do it, you can too. I'm Red. What up, y'all? I'm Taylor. Got a little bit of a uh, little bit of a cold uh, or something. It's not like really a cold. It's like I burned my throat the other day, and then it just progressively got worse. And then like I kind of started thinking it was a cold because like I had some sort of like infected mucusy type situation going on but hmm. i don't feel sick i just feel like my throat's super screwed up so yeah tapping that bottle too hard dude yeah you know what up son <laughs> all that acid from all that alcohol yeah straight <laughs> tripping bro no. well i'm sorry to hear you're sick your yeah. voice sounds sounds nice though smooth mm, thank you Deep. yeah I know. I I always like it when I have this. It makes uh, talking to people like I sound like so cool. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Well, hey, guys, this week's going to be a little weird. Uh, It's already Thursday, but so we're trying to just kind of catch up and get something out for you. Uh, We're following that philosophy of uh, quantity over quality here, but sometimes that's what you got to do. For me, this week's been pretty crazy. Uh, since we last spoke, it's been pretty crazy. I, I got a start date for my new job, uh, so I'll be starting in a couple weeks, which I'm really excited about. Um, and then the funny thing was, I we closed on our house the day before I signed, so it was like double whammy, like boom, boom, two yeah. big deals. For the me. real the the real like triple threat would have been if like you guys were like pregnant or like expecting a <laughs> child or something. Yeah. And then it's like, you're changing jobs, buying a house and there's like a freaking oh my God. baby. Yeah. I can't even imagine dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's been good though. It's, uh, it's been crazy. We got the keys of the house. We've been slowly moving stuff in over the last couple of days. And I have, uh, the reason we are able to record is I have a day off today. So be going through and doing a bunch of that stuff, but, uh, it's been crazy. I haven't had any time for any sort of development the last, at least week, which has been tough, but it's like the days are just flying by because there's so much stuff to do. Like, I don't know. We, we've been to Home Depot and Lowe's and this local hardware store called Jerry's like probably eight times. And (laughs) it's like. Every time you come back, you realize there's something else that you needed to get. And so it's been crazy. But so far, my favorite thing has been um, I picked up a lawnmower at Home Depot and I did a bunch of research. And it's crazy because like when I was a kid, like everything was gas. But now Mm -hmm. like electric is everywhere. And I remember you used to always mow your parents' lawn with an electric mower but it had like a cable the cord with it and you were the first person i ever met who had one of those and i always thought it was like super hokey because you had the cable but they still sell those but now they have like really good battery powered um mowers and like everything uh leaf blowers weed whackers like everything you can think of chainsaws 
all just run off of battery and they last quite a while. Um, so I picked up this one called, uh, the brand is Ego and it's this, I don't know, it's rated as one of like the top ones for electric because mostly because the battery that it has is bigger but got it mowed my lawn for the first time yesterday i haven't mowed a lawn in like 15 years or something wow but it was fun dude like it's so quiet Yeah, for now right yeah for now (laughs) but it's the lawnmower is so quiet um you don't have to worry about like burning gas and that smell and it runs like just as well it's like super powerful and cut it nice i was like admiring my work last night after i cut it (laughs) so i don't know that was kind of the highlight i'm like dude it's so cool that you know for my time when i buy my first house like i can get all green or like tools for outside so yeah that's what i'm gonna do yeah it's uh it's pretty cool yeah i um for a while had like some really good just like electric um tools like i had like an electric chainsaw it was like pretty good actually nice um some other stuff like that yeah that mower it's funny my dad still has it he still uses it really (laughs) yeah well it's like zero maintenance you know it's like you don't have to change the oil you don't gotta like do anything you just plug it in and it is a it is kind of a pain in the butt but uh you know you figure out how to use it yeah well they say like with the corded ones, you just have to figure out your pattern so that you're not like running over the cable and otherwise it's fine. I mean, it's kind of like a vacuum cleaner or something. You just got to manage your cord, which isn't that big of a deal, but yeah. Um, but I like having the battery powered one. This, this one has like a 56 volt battery. So it lasts for 45 minutes to an hour or something. And yeah. it has a quick charge. So it, it only took like 30 minutes to charge the battery. And then the cool thing about Ego is all the batteries work for all the different types of uh, tools they have. So, like, if yeah. I bought a leaf blower or something, I could swap the batteries with the one from the mower. So, it's, like, all... Yeah, that's, you know, like, becoming pretty standard. Yeah. Sweet, it makes dude. sense. Yeah. yeah, it totally does. So, like, a lot of a lot of the, the power tools and stuff are all coming that way. Like, you know, you you can swap your drill for your handsaw for your you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way, it's the only way that makes sense. Right. In my I opinion. Yep. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've got a gas mower now, but, uh, yeah, I got it for free because it, it couldn't start and it was like brand new and all it <laughs> needed was like, I had to like dump the old gas cause the gas had gone bad, clean the carburetor and then just put new gas in it and a little bit of like starting fluid and it started right up and I haven't had any issues with it. <laughs> that's like your MO though. <laughs> yeah, it you is. Like, you like get something that's like quote unquote broken. Yeah. And then you do like a tiny, like, I don't know, <laughs> 10 minute amount of work and you got it up and running. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, that is my whole life. <laughs> my laptop was that way. Yeah. They're like, they're like the hard drive isn't spinning. And, okay. <laughs> uh, so I just swapped the hard drive. Good yeah. to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. It's funny. Uh, yeah. My motorcycle was that way. They couldn't get it to start. It's just a bad battery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not but, scared to, uh, to fix things. Save you a lot of money. Yeah. 
So that's pretty crazy, man. You're like mowing your own lawn. I know. Good for you. Yeah, I felt kind of like people, I don't know, people like, I'm new in the neighborhood, so people are all like watching, like, yeah. how's, he, how's he doing it? You know, what's it look like? Is he doing a good job? And Did you go and meet any of your new neighbors? I've met a couple of them. Um, they, they know, like, they've been in the neighborhood for a long time, so they know, like, the entire history of our house, and, like, they've been inside of it, and, yeah. you know, they knew the previous owner, and, like, one of the people was saying, like, oh, yeah, these tulips right here were passed down for generations and the, like the previous owner. So it was almost like they're, it felt like they were saying like, don't take these out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of weird, but isn't that annoying though? It's like such a, f- like an annoying flex. Yeah. Like, okay. We get it. You've been in the neighborhood for 30 years. Gag yeah. me. Like our neighbor, <laughs> I, you know, we don't own our house, but our neighbors do that all the time. Like, well, your landlord, he's only owned the house for 12 years. Yeah. And he's, he's had bad, bad tenants in there so hopefully like you know it's like okay yeah thanks i don't care <laughs> you get the baggage of previous people who live there yeah and like yeah. there was like one one of the like we met this one person one time and she had grown up across the street from our house and she's like well yeah like you know your house was built this year or whatever but like we had like looked up like when the tax lot was assigned and it was like a decade or so like before the house was built and um, and I was, like, telling her that. And she's like, no, but your house was built this year. And I was like, no, I know. <laughs> but, like, the lot was designated for development and, like, blocked off this year. She's like, no, that's not. I was like, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's literally my job to, like, be able to know these things. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was, that was funny. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, like, the etiquette for you know, moving in and introducing ourselves and stuff. But it kind of just seems like the people who want to know who yeah. we are are coming up to us. So, and they all seem... And that's how... Yeah, I think that's how it is. You know, it's like, you can't. You don't want to go knock on everybody's door and be like, I'm the new neighbor, but... Right. You know. Well, and they're we already, like, like, warning us, like, what houses are, you know, the ones to look out for. Because I guess, like, down the street a little ways, there used to be a pretty bad drug house. And so, but the crazy thing is like on this street, there's probably like five or six houses within, I don't know, a quarter mile that are all for sale. So like everyone who's currently living there, it sounds like they sort of weathered a storm and now they're really hoping to get new people in that are going to Yeah, good good tenants. Jesus, what am I talking about? Good homeowners. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it seems like everyone we've met is like excited that that we're moving in. But then at the same time, I'm like, man, are we just, is this like some form of gentrification? Like, are they just happy because we're white? Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But we have seen cop cars a couple times and, uh, like not exactly near our, our property, but, and then like people walking through, we have a Winco really close by that does recycling, um, where you can like recycle Mm -hmm. your cans and stuff for money. And so you see people walking in with a bunch of cans and they're telling us like, make sure your garbage and recycling is kind of hidden uh, other other than the days when it's getting picked up because people are going to try and go through your stuff. And So I don't know. It's like kind of creeps me out a little bit that it, it sounds like it's a slightly sketchy area, but I don't know. In Eugene, I feel like it's pretty much everywhere. So, I mean, it's got to be a step up from where you were, right? Oh, yeah. When we look, I don't know if I've talked about this on a previous podcast, but when we look at the crime map, it's like 
yeah, like we did. so many crimes here and none over there. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not super worried, but we yeah. did, uh, we did buy a security system, um, which I'm excited to, I think I talked about maybe doing one with my raspberry Pi. Yeah. But after I priced it out, it was like, I don't know, semi comparable to the ones that are just easy installs. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I don't know. I think I'm going to do that for now and just buy it. And then once you look at like the time setting it up and things like that too, like, yeah, yeah, we, we got, um, there's this company called simply safe. They got pretty good reviews. Um, and they, they just have like super easy setup. You just like, there's no drilling. You just like stick things to the wall basically. And then it syncs up with the internet and it's like, all connected through your one little hub and uh yeah so it sounds like it's super easy to set up which is cool nice but i'm excited to get that because one of the guys said when he first moved in uh his house got broken into like the first week (laughs) yeah so that was a couple years ago but still it's weird because like we don't we don't have any of our big stuff over there yet so we're not staying the night and so it feels kind of odd, like having a bunch of stuff in the house and not staying there. Yeah. But that's what we have to do for right now. So we'll be moving the big stuff in the next probably week or two. Nice. So, yep. I'm excited to get in. feels nice to have a place that's our own. So. Good. Yeah. And then uh, on Tuesday, uh, the library, they put on a bunch of like talks about all sorts of stuff. And they have this series on climate change right now. Um, they're bringing in a bunch of people from the community who work in fields sort of related to climate change. And we went to this talk uh, on Tuesday called Climate Friendly Yards, which is like perfect because our backyard is a disaster. And so we're going to see how we can kind of implement some of that stuff. Like we were thinking about trying to put in a lawn back there, but it's like super shady. Um, Shady being like, it doesn't get a lot of sunlight. (laughs) Um, So we may have to like, if we wanted to do that, we may have to take out a tree or I don't know. So a lot of the people that were, they were talking about like building sort of like biodiversity, like sort of having your backyard be like a natural habitat. So planting a lot of like local plants that grow here naturally. And then instead of like using a ton of pesticides, planting certain plants that attract different types of insects that kill some of the other pests. And it's just like, I'm a total noob when it comes to gardening or anything to do with, with plants. And so it's interesting hearing these people talk about like, different ideas on how to to build your backyard so it's kind of cool there we watched a youtube video this guy who basically like has this almost like natural forest type of of feel in his backyard with all these different plants growing and every plant has a purpose like the fruit trees will drop the fruit which those nutrients get picked up by other plants to do other things and it's just like all self-sustaining you don't have to really do anything so it sounds kind of cool. I'm not sure what we'll end up doing, but yeah, it's an interesting talk. So nice. Yeah, that's been kind of my life the last 
week and a half or two. But what about you? What's going on with you, Doug? Yeah, man. Well, um, my uh, my uncle passed away last weekend, so that was kind of a bummer. Dang. Is that um, brother hmm? the brother of your dad or your mom? Mom. Okay. Dang, my uh, yeah, my dad doesn't have any brothers. Oh. Um, he's got sisters, but. Yeah, uh, he'd been sick for a while anyways. Um, uh, okay. Like, he had gotten into a car accident like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and like, it was really bad. He was in the hospital for more than a year. Dang. And, um, you know, he came out like living life, but yeah, then he had to go in for heart surgery, and the heart surgery went well, but then during recovery, he like developed um, an infection, and it just kind of took its toll on his body, and... He's been in the hospital in, like, critical care for, you know, like, two or three months or something now. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, he just, I think his body just got tired. So, you know, it wasn't necessarily sudden. Yeah. Um, well. You know, and I just feel really horrible for my aunt. That's, like, the big thing. Uh, right. Um, I know. Well, I'm but, sorry yes. to hear that, man. No, it's all right. So, yeah, my week has been a little wild because it's like I was supposed to leave town for work, and then that happened, and, um, you know, of course, we've got uh, Yana visiting and uh, yeah. th- things like that. Um, and then I also, I think I talked about it before, but it's like I got offered a job like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I just got offered another one. And, like, the interviews keep piling up. It's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> do you have more interviews? I do. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I feel like the the bits that we've talked since our last episode have all been interview-related. So Yeah. That's crazy. Are you yeah, able to I'll... talk about any of them, or do you got to keep it under wraps? Um, well, I can talk about it. It doesn't bother me. So, yeah. So, basically, like, yeah, I just needed a change from, like, what I've been doing. Um, and I, like, kind of made myself too dependent on the income that I'm making from, like, my current sort of day job. And it's been really rough there lately. And just, like, my mental health has been taking a toll. So, I started applying for a bunch of stuff. And I was applying for stuff, like, in my field. And I talked to you guys all about that interview where, like, they had asked me about, like, my female heroes and <laughs> things like that. Yeah. And, um... But then it dawned on me, I was like, you know what, why don't I do something like outdoors for a while? So, and I don't know if I talked about it on the show, I can't remember, but like one of the jobs was like teaching outdoor skills to kids. Yeah. Um, for like, a, just for the summer. And, um, but then the other one I just got offered is with state parks. Um, so I'll be, um, working at a state park and just doing, you know, grunt work. Um, but it's a pretty good job. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, pays a little bit better than my other day job and things like that. But it's, you know, it's just seasonal, but it's just something for me, for my, my mental health, my mental well-being, mm-hmm. um, completely opposite of anything I've ever, or anything I've been doing and yeah. when it ends, uh, you know, I'll just go back to doing what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. So, That's um, cool, and it though. could be a good, good in for some of the other jobs that I really want with the state. So, We'll see. Could could be something significant, or it could just be something minor to get me through the summer. Yeah. Well, you always like camping and hiking and stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, true. I wonder. I wonder if working out 
in the woods would feel kind of, I don't want to say relaxing because I know it's hard work, but I'm sure it will feel but like therapeutic. Th- yeah. Therapeutic. Cathartic sure. would be the yeah. word I think you're looking for. Yeah. I think that's how I felt yesterday mowing. I'm like, I yeah. haven't been outside, you know, hardly at all since I've been in my twenties. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know? So, yeah. No, um, and that's kind of why I looked at these jobs. I was like, I want something outdoors. I want something in the sun if I can, and um, something a little bit physically taxing. Yeah, and uh, that's what I got. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think so. I'm I'm hoping that there is a little there's a little bit of catharsis involved. Just you know, um, yeah. I just need to change the pace. That's the big thing, you know. Yep. Um, so, and I'll let you guys know how it goes. It doesn't start for a while, so a few weeks at least. So, are um, you for sure taking that one, or are you looking at different? I mean, you're interviewing still, so. Yeah, um, I'm interviewing for some ones that are similar but closer, so. Oh, nice. Uh, the big thing is, like, the commute for this one is, like, an average of 90 minutes away, and yeah. uh, I definitely can't do that. However, again, it's temporary job, so... The idea is I'll make do by like staying close to the to the job and stuff uh, a few nights a week um, and stuff like that. So uh, there's a little bit of like sacrifice involved, but uh, you know I've worked it out with my wife where um, you know we both think it would be beneficial um, for my resume and beneficial for like our mental health, my mental health rather. Um, and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it's not without its sacrifices, but there are sacrifices that, like, me and my wife are, like, willing to try. So. Yeah, man. You guys are young. You got yeah. time. Yeah. You know, and there's, like, no kids at home to, like, worry about right. leaving behind for a couple days and things like that. So. Yep. Um, awesome, man. And I've, I've commuted further for work, just not when I was married. So. Um, and that was, like, a daily commute. So yeah, that's rough. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's all just kind of an adventure at this point. Um, yep, that's good. That's what life should be. Yeah, when you get stuck in the monotony, it's just eh, it's hard to get out. You feel yeah, like exactly. You know, time just all of a like, Yeah, hmm. go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, when this job ends, like, it'll be time for like the next musical I'll be working in and stuff. So it's oh, like, cool. Yeah, so it's just kind of. Hmm. Gets me right through onto the next thing. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, my week's been kind of dull. I've just been doing all that work and trying to trying to make it through. Um, the Blazers uh, made it oh, yeah. uh, through the first series of the playoff. So, uh, Did you watch any of it? Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, saw the shot Lillard took at the end. <laughs> Dude, he's a beast. He's, he's a, beast. a beast. Yeah, that's the second time he's he's taken the Blazers to the second series in the playoffs with a freaking last second three pointer. Yeah, well, that was like a half court shot, practically, dude. I know, dude. He just threw it up and it just went in, dude. That was he's crazy. Got better stats from that far from the hoop than all of the other three-point shooters in the NBA combined. (laughs) Uh, That's crazy. It's crazy, dude. And that game, too, he actually, for uh, the playoffs, set a record. Um, Oh, wow. He's the only player in, like, the NBA playoff 
uh, I think NBA playoff history that has not that scored 50 points with 10 three pointers in a game. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And that last <laughs> one, man, had just sunk it. I think it was like 37 <laughs> feet or something. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Dang. Yeah. I just love the... he he sinks that shot and he just waves by. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw this video like with when the team tackles him and his face is just like straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just staring at the camera. Like that's his move, dude. Yeah, yeah. a couple years ago when he, uh, I think it was like 2015, uh, the 2015 playoffs. Uh, we were against uh, Houston, and it came. It was like the same thing, man. It was like, but they were um, passing it in. And there was 0.3 seconds left on the clock, and they passed it to Lillard, and he sunk the three to win by one point. Oh my! I think and I remember that. He turns around and he looks at the camera, just dead, dead <laughs> face, like dead straight face. It was so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's like yeah. as soon as the ball left his hand, you knew he knew that it had gone into the hoop. Right. Basically, oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Do you but know yeah, who so the Blazers cool, play next? Blazers have had quite a season. They've had a real good comeback. So yeah, um, and it's kind of fitting too because my uncle he was a huge Blazers fan. So oh really? Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, dude, they're due. Yeah. Do you know who they play next though? Uh, um, or are the series not over? For the uh, the series the, is over. Well, for the next, I, I guess I you're mean, right. I don't know. Actually, uh, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, that was only game five. Yeah, so the other teams might be playing. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it's determined yet, unless I gotcha. Let's take a look. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like it's determined yet, unless I'm an idiot. Nope. But... Yeah, either Denver or San Antonio. Uh, Denver's up three games to two. Not San Antonio. They're a seven seed though. But yeah, yeah but they're our childhood straight murderers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our childhood. San Antonio and L.A. killed us each each time. Yeah, so that's cool. I'll have to start following them if uh, they're gonna make a good run. Yeah, so cool. Um, yeah, other than that, just uh, haven't done much dev work myself, but I have been. Um, I've been like deep in eight bit music theory on YouTube. Oh, yeah? I'm like, cool. I'm enjoying that so much. Uh, last video I watched was um, how games use different time signatures to evoke different things. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it's was cool because this... I didn't know this, but 8-Bit Music Theory, uh, the gentleman himself, he's actually a drummer. And so... Oh, cool. Um, it's kind of fun hearing about like his upbringing in music and study and things like that. And... Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, just the way that he broke apart time signatures was like really fascinating because alternate time signatures are something that I like really struggle with, um, even though I'm a drummer, you know, but the way right. he like breaks it apart and, and talks about it, it's like stuff that I've only recently learned. And so he really like shines a light on like some of my bigger weaknesses and, um, well, I think it says a lot about like the human brain in general, like we're good at following patterns yeah. But if the pattern isn't like normalized, yeah. it's so hard to figure out. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And it makes me really like want to try 
to compose some stuff and alternate time signatures. Like, which I, I have done some stuff like that before. Like, my la- my old band, Five Year Winter, had a song that, like, we had a breakdown that was, like, 7-8 or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, it was, like, kind of confusing. Maybe it was 9-8. Uh, either way. Um, yeah. And I've had some stuff that's, like, 5-4 before. But uh, just hearing it, like, used in, like, video games that I've played... And like and like stuff that I didn't realize was actually like alternate time signature, you know? Yeah. Um, especially like some of the complicated stuff, like, uh, dude, like I I can't even remember what the time signature was, but he broke down uh, Ganondorf's uh theme from uh, Ocarina of Time from the boss battle, and it was like ridiculous. It was like twenty three sixteen or something stupid. Oh my like, god. Yeah. Uh, but he breaks it down for you so that it's like you can follow it and becomes it becomes a pattern that you can recognize and follow along and actually like figure out, you know, what right. the what the signature is. Um but it was kind of cool. Uh, makes me excited. And uh if you guys are, you know, interested in in video game music, he, I think he approaches it from like a really really like I don't know, approachable, understandable way and he breaks down a lot of like he doesn't like he doesn't explain it for beginners by any means, but I think that if you have any musical experience that it's like pretty, um, digestible, you know? Nice. And yeah. for point of reference, the channel is literally eight bit music theory. Yeah. Eight bit music theory. I'm looking at it right now. I remember you talking about this, but haven't, haven't watched any videos. But... Yeah. He's fun. And he has some, like, he's been doing a lot of what like little small uh, videos well, called like music theory minutes. Yeah. <laughs> things like that. He, like, um, yeah, dude looks legit. Yeah. He's, he's really talented and he did a whole series. Like, uh, I think he did like a three part series, like breaking apart the music in final fantasy six, which I think I've talked about is like my favorite in the series. And yeah, uh, the music is so good and he just takes it, you know, all the way dissecting like themes in the, from each character and um it's just interesting because like if you're interested in in composing like i am he gives you all these like little tidbits that like even if you didn't know it if you just copied it (laughs) if you just like copied the idea of like what this person does it'll the idea will carry across yeah like i don't know i can't think of any examples off the top of my head but He's like, if you want to evoke this emotion, like you do this little thing. And if you just copied it to what you were doing and not copied the music necessarily, but copied the idea or like um, pattern or the concept. Yeah. That emotion will be evoked in your music. It's really wild. Like I've been just taking notes, like watching his stuff, especially just like when it comes to like emotional beats or like, yeah, little, little tidbits of, of info like that. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like trying to take in the theory itself, but trying to take in like the, the little margin notes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been fun. Sweet man. Well, I don't really have much else. I mentioned that I watched uh, Solo the other night, which uh, oh yeah, I, I enjoyed. I had very low expectations from it. Honestly, yeah. like I know I feel like you're a pretty big fan of the newer Star Wars, but I've been sort of lukewarm about most of them. Yeah. But so maybe my expectations were just based off of those. Yeah. And uh I don't know. I, I didn't have have 
an idea what was going to be going on in the movie. Uh, and granted, like, I feel like there's some, there were some plot points that were kind of, I don't know, not, not super well thought out, but it was just a fun movie to watch. And it was cool seeing, uh, young Han Solo interact, especially with Chewbacca and then seeing Lando in there too was cool. So, and like you and I have both read the Han Solo trilogy, which are great books. Um, and they definitely diverted from the books, but there were pieces of it that were still in there. Like the whole, uh, Kessel run and, uh, the, the planet with the spice that was being mined, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there are pieces that were in there. I just, the thing I thought was kind of weak was just the relationship between, um, Amelia Clark and Han Solo. Like I thought it was, it was kind of, I don't know. It's kind of forced, but I actually liked their relationship. Did you? Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. What I've been saying about the movie is because it's so much more like lighthearted than all the other ones. Like yeah, it, it's just like a fun romp, and it is. Uh, you know, like without spoiling like too much. Like I feel like it has. This might, might not make sense unless people like really enjoy Star Wars and they've like watched a bunch of stuff. But it's like, it's like it has the most Star Wars of any Star Wars movie I've seen. Right, like, I agree with that. It outside, actually felt. Yeah. Yeah. It actually felt a lot like maybe the the very first Star Wars episode 4, you know. Yeah. Like like I f- had a similar feeling to it as the first Star Wars cuz it's just yeah. like you don't really have an idea about what it is and it's just a fun time. Yeah, for sure. So, I would say too like it's the closest I've got to like watching like the Clone Wars animated series like which has okay. so much just like Star Wars lore packed into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. I don't know. And just like the interaction, like, you know, it's in the trailer, like when he's like playing cards with the aliens and stuff, like, yeah, it just like, it's fun. Cause it feels like those aliens are real and not like shoehorned in, you know, he's like, Hey, keep your eyes on your own cards, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, and freaking uh, Donald Glover was like, I thought, Oh God, he really was so good. In good. It. Yeah. And even and- the guy that played Han Solo, um, Alden something, he, uh, like he didn't try to talk like Harrison Ford, but like right. he carried himself exactly like how you envision Han Solo carrying himself, you know. Totally. Like, yeah, that I was thought... the thing I noticed was like, oh, he doesn't really sound like like Han, except for his laugh when he's like, ha ha, or like, woohoo. Yeah, you know? there's a couple <laughs> like... things that he does. He nails. Yeah. Um, uh, and I did like Amelia Clark in it a lot. I mean, yeah, their relationship might have not been, but it wasn't very developed in my opinion, but it. It was like the little, I don't know, the little thing that kind of carried throughout the entire movie that was sort of needed, you know? Yeah. So, but, yeah. And plus, again, it's just fun. Like, they do, like, a couple of my favorite scenes, you know, it's like when they, some of the new Star Wars movies have been doing these, like, real tight, like, ground shots where it, like, feels like this world is, like, really lived in. Like, have you seen Rogue Uh One? Yeah. Like Rogue One, like early on when Cassian is like meeting that other spy and he's like walking through this. (laughs) Fuck. He's walking through the uh, streets of that city. Um, you know the city feels like really lived in and everything. Um, 
and it's like really tight and there's like lots of aliens and things and mm-hmm. same thing in this one when they're trying to escape um when they're trying to escape uh Karelia. right yeah i agree and they're in that like train station type thing you know yeah spaceport really cool yeah um if you guys haven't seen it it's on netflix i thought i think it's definitely worth the watch yeah me too and it's funny because like people consider it a failure but like it made money yeah I, i mean you know ron howard was like yeah i get that it's not like a massive blockbuster success like we're like we're hoping but also like this is a best for me in terms of like money made oh wow (laughs) <laughs> you know so like people That's shit funny. on it but like ron howard's like this is my pr <laughs> honestly i would say it's my favorite of the new movies i think rogue be one's better bold. but uh i do think that solo is really really good yeah and that's the thing like i just i really like the non-saga movies like yeah and it, it makes me fun. excited for like what else they're gonna do same yeah but uh yeah Anyways, um, I think we are kind of out of stuff to talk about, and we kind of promised a shorter episode. So what do you say we wrap this up? Sounds good. Uh, I do want to mention there's a Humble Bundle that came out today. It's mm-hmm. uh, full stack web development. Um, anyone who's looking for video tutorials on web development, this looks like a pretty good bundle. Um, the upper tier, which includes I think about 15 or 20 courses, is 25 so it's a little more expensive than the other ones but you get all kinds of courses here and i haven't used uh zenva who it's through um before but they look like pretty good little bite-sized courses so check it out i'm thinking about picking it up because there's stuff on um express it's a lot of javascript stuff you got bootstrap express typescript uh angular react so a lot of big stuff, MongoDB, GraphQL, all kinds of stuff in here. So I went through and looked at a couple of the courses just to see. And they're not super long. Like on Udemy, you pick up a course for 10 bucks and it's like 30 hours. These look like they might be, you know, three to five hours each. But sometimes I feel like if you just go through a, a course in one day or something, you know, something small that you can just wrap your head around quickly, I think that's pretty valuable too. So check it out um otherwise i don't really have much much else to say yeah cool check it out you guys can uh buy that bundle support us financially bit.ly forward slash gdq hyphen humble and that'll scrape a little bit off your purchase and kick it right over to us to to uh, keep the lights on over here otherwise yep. you guys can find all the other links uh, to whatever you might need at gamedevsquest.com um hit us up i think you can find the discord link on there twitter link all that and let us know what you guys are uh, working on um yep other than that i think that does it thanks guys have a good week whatever's Q-dab. left of it i suppose yeah yeah, yeah. cute <laughs> music ya. son bye <laughs>